BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Everybody's doing it. It's Swedish death cleaning. It's one more thing. Wow. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I can't wait to hear what that is. Before we get to that, my lips to Cupertino's ears. I feel like this doesn't get enough attention. Hey, Apple. Your voice texting is way worse than it used to be. You've gone backwards so far. Oh, yeah, trying too hard. And everybody knows it. But but whatever whatever new algorithm or whatever where you tried to make it like it's supposed to get better right over time it was better five years ago it was better ten years ago than what it is now it's almost useless now so hey mm. Apple go back to whatever it was before this is the first thing I can think of with Apple where their technology has gone backwards it was as soon as they tried to make it uh, able to cuss. Remember they changed duck to right? You think yeah. you think that's what threw it off? But the putting a comma between random words and a question mark here and there, and and getting like all the words wrong. I don't I don't understand what's even happening. But hey, Apple, go! Can, if I could get back voice texting from five years ago, I'd sign up right now. So please do that. Wow! Yeah, and stop hyphenating. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. 
With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Anyway, uh, so I uh, came across this in the Washington Post about Swedish death cleaning, kind of, sort of. It's a variation on this theme that we've heard from, like, uh, what's her face, the Marie Kondo lady? Remember her that was all about, you know, hold everything in your hand, and if you don't cherish it, get rid of it. Neatness, your home should be neat all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then she had a kid and said, yeah, F this. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of that story is she was anti-clutter, and how. And then she had kids and decided, yeah, you can't you can't keep up with this. It's impossible. Yeah, the, all that stuff I said before, forget it. Anyway, so uh, this story opens up, as all stories must, with uh, this lady whose mom passed away. One-bedroom apartment, mostly clean and tidy, uh, so we thought it'd be manageable when she passed. We were wrong. And then they get into the uh, racks and racks of clothes, many unworn in years. Kitchen cabinets stocked, stacked with pots and plastic storage containers, uh, bulk orders of tissues and hot sauce. Each item on its own wasn't unreasonable, but the aggregate proved overwhelming. For several painful weeks, we gave things away, sometimes with labels still on them. During a garage sale, Pill carted off thousands of dollars in goods. We piled the driveway high with stuff, then posted to buy-nothing groups. So I didn't even know that was a thing. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's I, I understand, so like, free stuff, but... Yeah, that's what it is. It's uh, social media. It's the buy-nothing. It's just basically, this is for free. Come pick it up, whatever. Huh, and okay. Finally, we paid a crew and multiple trucks to pick up the rest. Um... And then uh, then they go into this reality show that this chick does, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning, which is one of the worst titles I've ever heard for any piece of entertainment ever. But it was inspired by a best-selling book by this 89-year-old uh, Swedish woman who talks about um, not getting caught up in material things. You are not your stuff. Letting go of the stuff. Not letting it accumulate and how much... 
how much that helps you because clutter is like linked to stress and anxiety and depression yeah, and all sorts of stuff i believe that i hope i am not my stuff looking at my garage i'm a mess God, no examples <laughs> i have just so much crap just just you crap know, yeah i'm a bit of a hoarder uh, and it's weird um i don't think i am you actually you like hoard stuff no, a bit of a hoarder. I have clothes I'm, I don't wear. I'm probably almost certainly not going to wear, but I don't get rid of them. I feel this. I feel uh, this pain getting rid of them. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have that. I have a there's probably in that big closet full of clothes. Some I do want to keep. I'm not going to go through them all. So I just keep them all. Uh, there are those mm. boxes in the garage. There's some stuff in there I don't want to throw out. So, yeah, I gotta, I, so I'm going to keep do, it all. I'll do cleaning, and I'll find myself almost feeling an emotional attachment to maybe the memory that that T-shirt has, like a band T-shirt or mm. something from a show. Or I'll get frustrated with myself with a certain item and going, Kate, you don't need to keep this. It is yeah. <laughs> Totally but, irrelevant, but it was attached to something I did. I This is probably universal, but the really tough ones are kid stuff. I mean, you can't keep every clothing item every ki- your kid ever had or book or mm-hmm. toy. But God dang it, throwing some of that stuff out seems like just wrong. How do I get rid of this book that I read, read to my kids every night for years during the greatest moments? I, but I can't keep them all. I don't need all right. 80 books. 80 yeah, kids we, books. We kept a bunch, you know, assuming nieces and nephews and grandkids or whatever would would be in the picture eventually, um, and have given some away to other parents because that feels good. The clothes, I, I see a T-shirt and I think, oh, I remember when Sam would wear this, but I oh, yeah. can't keep all the shirts. Well, there are so many memories that they trigger. I, yeah. I get that, but that's defensible to me. Some shirt that I'm just not going to wear probably it's just weird. I think I've always thought it's probably because, you know, and I didn't grow up poor, but uh, we were far from rich. And, you know, I was wearing hand-me-downs and stuff. And the idea of a nice new shirt was like really, really cool. And so it's hard for me to, I don't know. Anyway. There's a certain uh, pain in knowing you paid 50 bucks for something and now it's worthless. That is also something going on in your brain. I think. You know, it's funny. I don't really, that doesn't bother me doesn't? as much. I don't well, think, I think so. I bought, I bought this shirt and well, I'm going to give it away. Yeah, That doesn't make any sense, I realize. Then they go into, each product we buy on average accounts for roughly 6.3 times its weight in carbon emissions. Whatever. Yeah, I really don't give a crap Shut up. They that. had to go there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so on to Swedish death cleaning, or... I don't even know what that letter is, much less how to say it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it isn't about clearing out closets. It's about, it's about rethinking your relationships with things. Rather than making do with less, it's about getting more from the things that make you happy. I had a buddy Dick. who was so good at this with clothes. Like when we were in college, I had a closet full of clothes that I was never going to wear again that had been toting around. And he was good at like, these are the two pairs of pants I'm going to wear this summer. These are the three cool shirts I like. That's it. He got rid of everything wow. else. And he was, wow. I wish I could do that. So death cleaning happens to agree with scientists' understanding of our relationship with things and why we're loath to part with them. Decades of research have shown that we subconsciously see our possessions as physical extensions of ourselves. Mm. Losing them feels like an amputation because in our minds it is. We atta- we're attached to our belongings because we identify them, says a researcher in Dublin. 
This can veer into pathology such as hoarding. Belongings become so fused with a sense of self that people lose the ability to differentiate between, say, the value of a saved wedding ring, of saving a wedding ring, or a candy wrapper. Wow, now that's pathological. Instead of our possessions offering, quote, a vital receptacle for our memories and identities, researchers say they become a fortress, physical barriers to ward off feelings of insecurity and loneliness. Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. I, I, I don't doubt some of this. I think my problem is mostly laziness. It's well, or not laziness. Some laziness. Uh, with, you're crazy busy. Yeah, though, right? I'm, I'm too busy to go through a bunch of boxes in my garage to see what I want to throw out or not. That's what's slowing me down. Have you ever watched the show Hoarders? Oh, yeah. Seen- oh, yeah. No, yeah. There's a clear line between what we're talking about and them. Right. But the, the way that they, their emotion spikes so much when they do try to get rid of things, it's, it, I mean, that's, that's absolutely mental. My youngest yeah. kid has a little bit of that. He's definitely got more of that than, than is good. He just, oh, his attachment to some things is, is a little scary. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're all enjoying this as I psychoanalyze myself, because this is crazy. His research, this the guy we cited earlier, um, shows that materialism, a tendency to seek out possessions for status or approval, is unequivocally associated with more loneliness and less happiness. But not all possessions are equal. Things acquired for their beauty, utility, or their association with positive experiences and social relationships don't show the same correlation. That's interesting. My grandmother's garden knife, for example, uh, for example, every time I hold it, the smooth hickory handle polished over a half century resurrects blissful childhood hours spent in her Florida garden, et cetera, et cetera. It's a good thing to have a few reminders, symbolic of meaning, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yet I'm willing to bet many things in your home, as in mine, are neither useful, beautiful, nor sentimental. So moving on, how does death cleaning work? Things that take up space in our minds, as well as our attics and garages, uh, blah, blah, blah. by clarifying what's important and what's not, you make room. Your loved ones can receive what you might like before you go, relieving them of the burden of cleaning up once you're gone. This might seem hard. Who wants to give their stuff away right now? But holding on until the very end or buying still more proves to be the bigger burden. Sad and morbid is a good description of what it is like to amass a bunch of stuff and not really appreciate it. Okay, so start with the easy stuff. Begin with large or duplicate items first, then finish with the small and sentimental. Clothes are an excellent place to start since many of them have little practical or sentimental use. Photographs, personal papers, and letters are the hardest to clear out. I've got, like, my sock drawer has got, I don't know how many pairs of socks are in there, 30 pairs of socks. I wear the same 10 pair on top. The bottom 20 pair I never wear and I'm never going to wear because of the style or color or the worn out or whatever. Why don't I throw those out? I have enough socks, including uh, the other day I was asking Jack about what length socks somebody was wearing, and you reacted as if I was some sort of sock connoisseur to have right. different lengths. You're a sock sommelier. Uh, yeah, in a way, yeah. So I've got the no-shows, I've got the ankle, I've got the, the mid-calf, etc. Um, I have enough socks that if our washing machine broke down, never mind that, if it were outlawed, I would not have to wear a dirty pair of socks for three and a half months. (laughs) That's a lot of socks. Maybe more. That'd be a hundred pair of socks. Something like that. Wow, that's a lot of socks. I thought I had more than I need. Multiple drawers with socks. I got white socks. I got no shows like to play golf in. 
uh, to minimize my weird golf tan, what your son charmingly refers to as morgue feet. Um, <laughs> it's a good term. Then I have a drawer full of black and, and like uh, black and dark blue athletic socks. Then I've got my dress socks. <laughs> then I've got my like woolly winter socks for when we had our mountain place be, being up in the snow a lot. We, we aren't anymore. Um, yeah, I have I have enough socks to wear for for many months. Gosh, getting those to match up when doing the laundry must just be infuriating. It's all socks. Yeah, except, you know, as Jack indicates, in the space of two weeks, I wear two weeks worth of socks. So it's Mm. not that many. Mm. And again, it's inexplicable to have as many socks as I have since we have a functioning washer and dryer. Are you emotionally attached to them? No, no. It's it's like um, good because that would be weird. That would be very weird. No, there's socks. I'm not crazy. Um, But there is a weird, it's a difficult impulse to explain. It's like, I might need this, or I might wish I had this. Mm. And I don't know where it comes from. Again, I did not grow up in North Korea. I did not fight (laughs) my brother to the death for a grain of of rice. Or one remaining sock. Yeah, I I don't know. I honestly don't understand it. Hey, when you match up your socks, do you do what I do? And um, if the colors are close enough, you know, if they're dark blue or you know black, do you just put them together? No, or do you- no, I'm not because I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> no, I mean usually I do the exact same color, but if they're you know they've been one's been washed more than the other, one looks a little lighter than How the other. How would one get washed more than the other? Oh, yeah, just- you're talking nonsense. What you're doing <laughs> is putting mismatched socks together and calling them a match. They're not. <laughs> All right. I, I, it's How like many... I won't call a, a a man a woman. I will not call a, a navy blue sock a black sock because I'm not a liar. How many bodies dissolving in how many barrels do you have in your garage? Because that's the work <laughs> of a psychopath, putting mismatched socks together. Hey, boy. Hey. But so the, the, the whatever the weird name is of this thing you're talking about, the death cleaning or whatever, is it basically yeah. the idea that you got to be ruthless and just get rid of stuff you don't need? Hmm, it's not ruthless exactly. They they talk about um God, I would love to do that. It's so relaxing for me to even think about doing that. Like getting rid of all the stuff in my closet I never wear. Everything in the drawers I don't use anymore. Everything in the closets that, that we never use. Oh, it's just oh, it fills me with relaxation and happy chemicals. Yet I'm not uh, going I would to do agree. It. I would agree, but I do do it, and it's an excuse to go buy new stuff. Mm. And they suggest it's not being ruthless, uh, it's being thoughtful. Before bringing something into my home, I now think about its fate, this person writes. How will I feel living with it? Will someone else ever want it? Is it worth it? By recognizing the stories I tell about my stuff, it has made it easier to let go of old things or avoid buying, buying new ones without losing a bit of myself. I so need a shrink. Or, wait a minute, no. You go to a shrink, all they do is give you drugs. So, I so need drugs. <laughs> there you go. Got to empty my closet. I got some dolphin shorts, some parachute pants, clip-on sideburns, and a VHS copy of Flashdance. So, wow. Nice. Well, I guess that's it.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.